Welcome back to the Hitler Youth Podcast. My name is Carter Bates, and I'll be leading Chapter 3. And my name is Brian Mustin, and I'll be leading Chapter 4. Okay, let's begin. So to summarize Chapter 3, it started off with a 14-year-old girl named Sophie School. She was known around the Nazi government and the school as one who did not agree with the Nazi party. Because of this, teachers did not care for her or listen to what she had to say. It also goes on in the book and talks about what the Nazi parties did to the school and what they did with the foreign books. Sophie School had high standards for herself. Something she said that I thought was cool was, we all have a yardstick inside herself, but it just isn't salt enough. Maybe because it's the most difficult yardstick. What do you think about this and what do you think it means? Uh, I think, like, the I, I really like the quote. Like, you can always do better at something that you think that you're the, that you're already good enough at. There's always something that you can do better at, even if you think that you can't go higher. You can always go higher on that yardstick. Uh... That yeah, that's exactly what I think it means. I really, I really like the quote. It's actually a very, I don't know what the word is. In, inspirational. Inspir- I don't know it. Inspirational. Inspirational. Yeah, it's very inspirational, telling you that you can always do more. All right. Um, I agree with you on that. Um, during for the German school system, every day before school, they had to say "Hail Hitler" before the day started. What do you think about this, and do you think it's okay for them to hail one person that they barely know about? Uh, in that, yes, in over there, yeah, it would be normal because it's what they would always do because it's their chancellor. They are taught that that's what's right. Uh, it's it's fine to hail one human, depending on what that human does. Mm-hmm. Obviously, then they thought that they were gonna, he was going to help fix the country, but obviously now we all know that that's not what he did. See, they have to do this continuing through once they started finding out about what he did. So mm-hmm. once they found out, do you think they sh- that people still should have done it? Um, they probably shouldn't have, but if they didn't... They'd get, like, killed. Yeah. So... There was a time where some said, there was a time where some of the Hitler youth members broke into their teacher's apartment and smashed the windows because they gave her them a bad grade on a project. However, when that teacher called the police, the Nazi leaders ordered the police not to arrest them because they're in the Hitler youth. Do you think it's okay for them to get special privileges just for them being in a club? Uh, no. It shouldn't ever be like that, even... In other countries, like, if you're in, like, let's say Boy Scouts and you, you get in trouble. Like, just because you're in Boy Scouts, you shouldn't have to, or get the privilege to not go to jail for yeah. obviously doing something very illegal. <clears throat> That's, it's not okay because it's unfair to others who aren't in Hitler Youth, which most kids were. Eventually, they were, most kids were forced into it, but it's not okay. Because it gives kids too much freedom. Like, these Hitler Youth members have more power over the average adult in mm-hmm. Nazi Germany. Um, there's a part where we're saying how Jewish teacher, a Jewish teacher got fired for being Jewish. Do you think it's okay for her to be fired just because of her religion? No, it should be more, it should be widespread, like... Like, most countries, I believe, are widespread with religion and education. Like, most, I feel like at least 20% of teachers have a different 
religion than the most of the kids in that school. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not to say that most of the kids that every school has one religion, but most teachers are in the same religion as most of the kids in the school. But it's not okay to punish someone because it, you don't believe in their religion. Yeah. All right. So there's a passage from the book that read. Um, girls, boys and girls spent one hour in physical training before school every day. In 1936, the required training was increased to three hours a day, and in 1938, five hours. And the school day was shortened. Do you think it's okay to, say you have an eight-hour day, do you think it's okay for your eight-hour day to become five hours of physical education and only three hours of actual learning? Uh, no, obviously... Kids need to learn, and also at home, if they're too busy working out or just getting more getting fit, they are they they still need to work at home. They need to get their they need to study. They need to get work done. They need to do homework. It's not okay for the law to implement five hours of physical physical fitness or phys, physical education when the students still haven't even got that amount of time to learn, like, five plus five. Yeah. I feel like... I mean, I feel like there should be more required physical education in today's world, because, like, our Mm -hmm. school, we only have PE for, like, a couple weeks. Like, a month and a half, maybe. Two Mm -hmm. months. And then we don't have it again. And so, after that point, if you're not in any extracurricular activities... You don't get any physical training. Or it's good because for them, they're, they're obvious. If you can work out five hours a day and your body can function well afterwards and you're in amazing shape. So that's that's a pro from this. Yeah, but. if you are like perfectly fine after five straight hours of working out, there's, yeah. I don't get how you... How Especially you, every day. Every it's, day and, for five hours. And when you're young, not... Yeah, like, when you're like 10 years old. Yeah. Right. Books that were considered un-German were yanked from the schools. Do you think that's fine so that students can just learn about their country? Or do you think they should be able to understand what life is like in other places? Uh, I think it should be that they yeah they have to understand what life is like is in other places. Because if later down the road they run into someone who is a different, different religion, different country than them, they could say something that was like that they might not have in their country. Mm-hmm. So like... I don't know, like in America today, I think most of us have pretty, pretty decent lives. I would say some people in other countries probably might not. Mm-hmm. Some could like have. I feel like the average citizen in the United States lives a lot better than the average citizen in not Germany today, but in some of like the African countries. Yeah. Um. They. Not. It's just. The. Yeah, it's just, I feel like they should be able to learn about what other places are going through. Because you never know, they could help, they could help yeah. other countries. And I also feel like Nazi, the Germans, the Nazi government didn't want current Germans to feel... Um, Empathetic. No, they didn't want them to feel like they were missing out on things other countries had, because they didn't want to lose all their people. Yeah, mm. All right, so here's a section from the book. 
Uh, here's a f pa two paragraphs that I'm going to read to you and ask you a question about. On the night of May 10th, 1933, in many German cities, university students and stormtroopers carried flaming torches and marched behind trucks and ox carts filled with banned books. In Berlin, Bert Lewin watched as the stormtroopers and students tossed the books onto a huge pile and poured gasoline over it. It touched the pile with their torches. The whole thing exploded in a column of flame many feet high, said Bert. I was too scared to say a word. The work of Heinrich Hein, a German poet of Jewish origin, burned among the books. One hundred years earlier, Hein had warned, Where one burns books, will, one will, in the end, burn people. I just thought that was interesting because, as you know, um, in concentration camps, later down the road, they had the, um, what was that room called? Uh, it was a crematory, I think. Yes, they basically had a crematory to kill people, which I thought was kind of ironic because his quote from 100 years earlier basically just predicted what was going to happen. Just, it just comes into play now. Yeah. Now in this time. But I I like that. I, I thought it was cool because he said the one who will, the one who burns books will eventually burn people and he eventually did that. Germans eventually did that to Jews. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for chapter three. Um, so I guess we're on to chapter four now. There is probably a lot more if we... There's a lot more. Um, but we need to right. get it going. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, so in chapter four, uh, it's basically about the persecution of Jews and the wreckage of their homes, businesses, and synagogues. This chapter includes photos of red synagogues and businesses. This, not okay. You can't go into a house and destroy their, like, take all the food out of the refrigerator just because they're Jewish. Yeah. So, Hitler sent out both the stormtroopers and the SS to destroy different businesses. Here's a quote from the book that states, Up and down the street, they sang military songs as they smashed the windows of the Jewish businesses. Glass splintered everywhere, littering the streets. How do you think Germans felt when they saw businesses they used to buy from get destroyed by military powers? I feel like when the germ in the moment, like, because I feel like at this point in time, not all Germans were completely sold that Jews were bad. So I feel like the majority of them didn't really agree with this. But if they went against the Nazis, the same thing would happen to them. Yeah. I'm sure thousands who did think the Jews were bad eventually saw that this isn't right. Yeah. Just because they could be bad and ruining the economy, they're also they also make up a lot of what the government makes. Yeah. Alright, and uh how do you feel you would have thought if you knew this was happening while Hitler was in power? I feel like if I was a kid, if I was my age right now, I would Probably, uh, not. I'd probably be in the Hitler Youth just because it sounds fun, not the smashing windows part of right. of other people's, but the being hanging out with people and getting working out and stuff like and that. And like like hiking yeah. just the wilderness in general. That sounds so much fun. So I feel like since I would have joined that, I feel like I would have felt brainwashed into thinking that everything that they were doing was okay. Yeah. So, but if I was an adult and 
I might see it a different way. All right. Yeah, I I think that um, that that's horrible because, like you said, I would be in Hillary just because it from what I'm told, not from yeah. what's within it. I would be in it if if I was a German in that time. I would because, I just I love the wilderness. I like to fish a lot actually. Surprising, I know, but um, and hiking. I hiked a lot when I went to Vegas. We went out in the... Red Rock Canyon. Yeah. yeah. It, that was really fun. Alright. Here's another passage from the book. Uh, within 48 hours, more than 236 Jews were murdered, 1,300 synagogues were burned, and more than 7,000 Jewish shops, businesses, schools, and private homes were vandalized and destroyed. The Nazis also arrested more than 30,000 Jews, ranging from 10-year-old boys to 80-year-old men, shipping them off to concentration camps, many never to be seen again. So, at this point, obviously, no one knew what the concentration camps were. They disappeared out of nowhere. And no one knew what happened to the Jews that were arrested at this time. So, what do you think that if you were German at this time, with all these homeschools, businesses, and synagogues, what, what do you think you would have thought? I feel like I would at least be smart enough to realize that the concentration camps aren't going to be a good thing. They just destroyed all of these Jewish people's homes, businesses, places of worship, and now they're t- sending them off when they're not taking any Germans there. I feel like I would be able to put together that nothing good is going to come out of them going to this brand new camp they've never heard of. Yeah, it's, they just killed Jews, destroyed all their stuff, and arrested them. There was no way that this concentration camp yeah. would be any good. Alright, so if you were a Jew at this time, seeing your house get searched, your loved ones get arrested or killed, seeing your chi- chi- children's school get vandalized, or see a sign on your business reading, don't buy from Jews, what would you think? I'd feel horrible because there's no reason for anyone to be treated like that just because of what the religion is. There's no reason for people to get murdered just because of what their religion is and they don't agree with the government on their religion. Um... Uh, I'd also, I know they really couldn't, but if I saw that, I'd get out. I'd try to get out as soon as possible. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't care about having to restart my life. I would get out of there as humanly possible as I could, as as fast as humanly possible. Um, they shouldn't have to deal through all, well, if I were a Jew, I would say I would, I shouldn't have to deal through all this. Especially if I'm, like they said, they're arresting 10-year-olds. I bet I bet you he didn't convert to a Jew as a 10-year-old. I bet you he was raised as one. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason someone should be killed just because of what they've been taught as a child. Especially. Yeah, whereas a 50-year-old could have converted to Jude- Judaism. Judaism. Judaism, yeah. They, they could have converted, and it could not be a, like an actual, like, they could not believe so much. Like there, you could be, like Christian, but you don't all. But you don't always do it. Yeah. Go to a, a church, on Sundays. Yeah. So um, that will be it for this episode. Uh, there was a test in this episode about the, um, audio. We saw that the audio was a little iffy in the first episode, so we're hoping that it is a little better now. But uh, yeah, we will see you in the next episode. Peace.